Aren't you glad that he's faithful? <laughs> and I was just sitting there listening to that and just going, God, I can count a lot of times where I wasn't. And on top of that, I can count much more where you were. Man, I'm glad I serve a God that's faithful. And, and who he says that he is. He, he's, not, he's not faithful to you because of you. He's faithful to you because of him. His word. So, Father, this morning we're grateful that you are faithful. And, Father, we thank you for giving us an opportunity to experience that. And, God, the only way we can ever experience your faithfulness is if we go through some stuff. And when we come out, you're still there. So, God, this morning I would just ask that you would enlighten your people this morning. Holy Spirit, I, I ask that you would come and impart an anointing upon the gift. And, God, that as we begin to break open the bread on the table this morning, that we would be able to eat and that your people would be able to feed. And, Father, everything that takes place this morning, may we be able to find a way to exalt you in our life. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, turn the lights on. I know there's going to be some people with hangovers, and they're going to not like the bright lights and all of that stuff. And But you'll be fine. If you got a headache this morning, just take a pill. And remember why you have it. Don't repeat. <laughs> Be like that wash machine. It's wash, spin, repeat. <laughs> wash, spin. If you've got your Bibles, let's let's go to Philippians three thirteen first. I think Paul gives us a good reminder here, and he says, brethren. I do not count myself as to have apprehended. He's basically telling us, he, he's not saying that he's already got there. He's not saying that he's not, he's ahead of the ball game. That's not what he's saying. He's, he said, don't look at me as though I've already gotten there because I'm not telling you that. He said, but one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching for those things that are ahead. Let's go to Exodus chapter 14. Um, good morning. Good morning. Come on in. We love you. Um, I'll, I'll start it. Let's start at verse 3. 13. Yeah, let's start at verse 13. And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more forevermore. Somebody needs to underline that. That's a word straight out of God's word for you. 
you shall see again. For the Egyptians whom you see today, for the issue and the problem that you see today, for the things that you've experienced and you see today and you're going through depression, you're going through anxiety, you're going through uh, a feeble mind, you're going through wayward actions, you're, whatever it is that you see today, you shall no more see forever. The Lord will fight for you. <clears throat> Debbie, I'm glad you need some help like I need some help. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. That, that literally means be quiet. Oh, boy. This going to be a good year. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. He's in the business of moving you ahead. But lift your rod. And stretch out your hand. Over the sea and divide it. If we just read that just like that, that's that's what I like to bring things down right where we live. God said, I'm gonna fight for you and I'm gonna take care of you. I don't want you to fear. All I want you to do is stand still and see the salvation. So if he's telling us to stand still and see the salvation, and then he's telling us, but move, but take your rod and stretch it over the sea. Take your hand and stretch it over the sea. He's telling us to stand still, and we think, okay, all we got to do is just stand here. Christians just want to sit and wait. Well, the Lord said he was going to fight. He sure did. He said he was going to fight for you. But there was something that God said he wants you to do. Now, if you'll do what he said, God's making covenant. He said, I'll fight for you, but I want you to do this. He said, if you want to come out of this, just stand still, be quiet. But I want you to move forward. Maybe I want you, maybe God's saying this morning, I want you to readjust something in your life. Maybe you say, I, I know you've been struggling with this or you've been struggling with that, but this morning I want you just to stand still and see the salvation, but I want you to rearrange something here. I don't want you, it's a good thought. I don't want you to stand in the same posture that you've been standing in. Have you, have you ever, I love, I love talking to leaders and encouraging leaders. I love to do that because I feel like I've got a little more open door to get in your business and encourage you and provoke you to do better, to do more, to do different. So I'm just going to pretend that all of you are leaders this morning. But some people, when you talk to them, they have this posture of, you following me? You, you can talk to them. You, you can even be encouraging them. And they go like this. Why? This might be a teaching moment today. 
maybe they've just been beaten and battered by life for so long, they don't know what it is to have a posture of shoulders thrown back and head lifted high. They, they, they're used to being, being beaten down and, and cowered into a corner, and, and they're, they're reluctant to move forward and to do something different. But God's saying, I'm going to fight for you, but I need you to know. God said, I, I, I have more faith in you than you have in yourself. Listen to me. I will fight for you. I will help you through this process. But I need you to take a different posture. Go, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to it. Go to 2 Chronicles. Let me see where I want to take you. Go to 2 Chronicles 20 real quick. Sorry, Matt. Welcome to the helm. 2 Chronicles 20. Watch, watch this. Verse, verse uh, 17. You, you, will, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself. I'm going to get happy this year. I'm going to make 23 my year. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah, and Jerusalem? I wish I had time to break that down. He... Posture yourself in praise, chosen one. You don't get it. Judah means praise. Jerusalem. That's where his chosen was at. That's where the Israelites. Come on. Position yourself in praise. Why don't we start giving God. 2023. Let's start giving God thanks today. For what he's doing next week. Let's stop talking about what happened last month. I don't care what happened last. There's nothing you can do today that will change last week. If you want to move in something different this year, you're going to have to posture yourself differently. Sorry, Matt. Took you off. Go back to Exodus now. God's saying, hey, listen, and, and instead of, if you want to break free of something, you have to move. But pastor, I bet. That's our problem, Michelle. We give up too soon. Most cases, I bet you 90% of the people will never walk into a season of breakthrough because they stop at the threshold because they're tired. We've had to fight this far. I've had to keep going this far. I had to keep believing this much. And right at the door, right when they don't think there's any breakthrough, there's nothing else. Left. I've done it all. I've, I've went to church. I've done my tithing. I've prayed. I've done my devotions. Every I've done it all. I've done it. And I've done it for five years. And I'm tired. And I'm done. And I quit. And they're right there at the threshold. They stand on the threshold of a lie. And that keeps them from stepping over.
And that lie is, what's, it, what's the sense of moving forward? It's going to be like it's always been. Why keep moving? Why don't you just stand still? Just be done. Just give up. Never mind. I'm going to just preach to myself this morning. I'm going to have a good time with it whether you do or not. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Be quiet. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. You're going to have to divide last year from this year. You're going to have to take a stance. You're going to have to position yourself in a place to where last year is last year by God. And this year is going to be this year by God. But if you continue to keep prancing back and forth, the Bible says the man that wavers in his mind, that thinks this and thinks that, may not even, shouldn't even ask him of anything because God will never give it to him. A double-minded man. If you think it's going to work, by God, do it. If you don't think it won't, then don't. Stop the half-stepping. If you think you can do it, do it. If you don't think you can, don't do it. But don't get in the middle of, I think I can, I think I can't, I think I... Now listen, I'm not trying to beat you up. Because I understand. We're going we're gonna to see something here. I understand the Israelites are probably in the same manner that you and I would be in. Because one thing's happened, and now they're in another thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I got overly excited. Calm down, preacher. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground throughout the midst of the sea. You're going to have to change some wording here. And don't get religious on me. And the Bible says, whoever takes and changes this word is going to go to, just stop for a minute. Israel, that's you. The Israel of Old Testament is you now. The Israel of Old Testament is you today. That means you're chosen. That means you're the beloved. Just like the song, I am the beloved. That's you. You. It says, I am the beloved. Not, not just Israel, but you. He said, I chose you. You didn't choose me. You're now the chosen. You're, you're now in the fold. You now have been sealed by the Spirit of God. You now are a child of the God that we serve. Calm down, preacher. And I indeed, whoop, yep, and, and, and I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them, so I will gain honor. Oh, see, this wasn't about. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. This wasn't about anything for the Israelites at this point. This was about God gaining honor to show the world that he is God. He just said it. 
He said that I will gain. Oh, thank you. Preach it, baby. I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. (laughs) You already know. You already know that he is Lord. Now God is putting you in a predicament. Now you've been introduced to a situation to where if you'll just stand and see the salvation, he's got some other business to take care of, but now he wants your enemies to see. God, they're not going to get it this morning. You're going to have to help. I get it. I'm coming. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them and the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. I need to get through this text, but I love it so much. The angel that went before you and was fighting and making way before you He knows now where you stand in a circumstance, and it's for God's glory, so he's at God's command. So now the angel goes from before you to behind you. Come here. You know, we probably ought to do it the other way. Probably ought to put little man. Yeah, come here, boy. (laughs) He likes being used as a prop. He's a free prop. I don't even have to pay for him. Except in chicken nuggets. (laughs) Israel. The angel has been gone before him to fight, to do it all, to clear the way. Pretty big guy. He don't have a whole lot to fight when he gets there, right? He can just squeeze right through the path. So now they've come to a situation in your life, I ple- please help me with this. You're going to have to help me preach this because I can't keep going back and forward. I'm going to lose me and lose you. Put yourself in Israel's shoes. The angel that had gone before them has now went and positioned himself behind them. In my point of view, I look at it like this. But then I have to go back and I have to start reading the text again. Because he says, this battle is not for you. So now, anything that comes behind you. I'm talking about your past. Because you've been forgiven. You've been set free. You're no longer in bondage. So that which kept you in captivity is now chasing you. God forbid if you're not one of his chosen. Now you're getting clubbed. Don't you ball your fist up at me. (laughs) Leave it in your pocket. 
So now, now your back is open. Has anybody ever had their past come to haunt them? Mike, I'm glad that you were. Me too, brother. But thanks be to God, Charlie. The angel's been positioned behind me. The enemy can come all at once. Then it said, see, I used to think it was just the cloud until I read it. And that wasn't until this morning. See, I'm telling you, if you'll read your Bible today and you'll read it the rest of your life, I promise you, you're going to read the same scripture and you're going to find something new. I promise you. I always thought it was just the cloud that went behind me. If it was just the cloud that was keeping them in the dark, because that's, let me, let me, don't go nowhere. You might have to stand the whole time the preacher stands today. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved behind them, and the pillar of the cloud went, went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other. Oh, okay, that just unfolded. The cloud then moved. So I got to say, the cloud's here now. The cloud's dark, keeping them from seeing them. Why do you think Moses said, and keep your peace? Be quiet. Come on, I bet you they were probably walking. It's my story. They, they were probably walking so close they could have heard them grumbling. Oh, y'all. Okay, let me, yeah, sit down. I'm getting ready to lose it. I don't, when it unfolds on me like this, I get excited about it. Because the angel of light now has come behind me, and it's shining the light on my circumstance. And the clouds keeping the darkness on my enemy so the enemy can't see me the only way the enemy would be able to detect me was if I was to moan and grumble and complain I, I was broke free God come God moved in God moved on my behalf in 2022 he gave me a new year for 2023 he said make it a new year be quiet there were some problems in 2022. There were issues in 2022. There were some pains in 2022. There were some losses in 20. Shut up. <laughs> See, I don't do it the way he, he's polite. He says, be quiet. I say, shut up. Charlie, if we won't talk up the past, the past can't find us. He said the Egyptians that you, the problem that you see, the issue that the, the addiction, the bondage that you have, what you see today, you will see forever, no more. Be quiet. Let that angel stand behind you and give you light. Let that cloud 
contain your enemy and keep them in the dark. I'm preaching better than you're helping me, I promise you. And it gave light by night to the other so that the one did not come near the other all that night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. Did you see something just happened here? God told Moses to, to stretch his rod out, to stretch his hand over the sea and divide it. But it wasn't until after he was positioned. <laughs> purple head. It's purple head. Have you ever seen the commercial? You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen, you've had to have seen that commercial. Where they, I don't forget, it's like uh, Staples or something. And something just gets so easy or it was, I forgot what it was. But then the people are standing there and, and they get purple head. They, That's what's happening to me right now. I'm getting purple head. Because now I'm sitting and watching this. Just because God has given you an order, it doesn't necessarily mean it's time. Maybe you need to position yourself. And that's what he, he positioned Moses to carry out what he had given him orders to do. He had positioned him because now, come on, because you know it as well as I do. If you have to contend with your past all the time, you'll never move into your future. And here is Moses and the Israelites. I, I know they're disgusted right now. I would have been upset. Just like they would have been upset. If you go back a couple of verses, they're even complaining. You should have just left us in Egypt instead of bring us out here and die. Good morning, church. It's a new year. I would have been disgusted. How many of you have gone out of one issue thinking it's good? And you walk in, and now you've got a wall of water in front of you. You've got mountains on both sides of you, and you've got the enemy chasing you from behind. Don't it feel hopeless? Don't it feel like a season of impossibilities has just surrounded you? But, oh, but all things are possible, I told you. Don't worry about the impossibilities that's facing you. Don't, don't worry about, oh, but it's still this and it's still that and I'm still dealing with, and I'm still, I get it, I understand, but shut up. Take your cane and stretch it out over the water or over the circumstances that stands within you, the rod, the shepherd's staff. Stretch it out over the impossibilities that gets in front of you. Allow that, the staff, let that divide a path for you. Let God, God will take care of the battle. He'll fight that for you. But you've got to leave 2022. See, we're getting ready to go into things in 2023. I've already told you, some of you are going to not like me. Because we're going to go into 2023, and I'm looking for ways that we can serve people. Mm 
if we're going to be the hands and feet, we've got to do something, right? So what do I have to do? I have to go, okay, God, I'm facing a world of impossibilities because there's a bunch. Y'all just, <laughs> there's a bunch. And I'm having to face this world of impossibilities. And I've got the enemy running up behind me. You've tried that once, Pastor. I don't think he's got the cooth to call me Pastor. You didn't try that once. Oh, here it comes again. You, you ain't got the money to do that. You don't have the people. Oh, Lord, that you would open his eyes to see that there are more for us than there are against us. That's Bible. You'll figure it out. Why do I need? I don't need anything. The only thing that I need to do is listen to him and stretch out my rod, allow the angel to give me light, and allow this cloud, his protection, to give my enemy darkness, keep my mouth shut. Don't talk about, well, we've gone down this road, but this, and we've taken this path, but that, I'm going to shut up. I told you this might have been for me, not for you. God's trying to bring everybody into something new. See, we always want to wait for the whole year. I just, I want to do it every day. Because <laughs> I, waiting the whole year, it gets exhausting. Because <laughs> I'll be glad when this year's over and it's only February. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that suck. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, I'd much rather say, well, today ain't long. <laughs> Tomorrow, it'll be a new one. But we all hang on to that happy new year. And nobody will experience it. And God's wish for you is to experience a new year. It's not about happy. Because happy comes and goes. Joy. Joy stays forever. Happiness is based on your emotional state. And if I had the time... Well, don't you know if we had individual counseling sessions on Sundays and we talked about emotional states, we'd never get to the word because everybody's got an issue. Huh? Come on, I do too. Be up one minute and down the next and have to fight and beat myself up to get back to a place to where I can actually motivate myself to do what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's a world of impossibilities. Well, take your staff. Does that mean it's going to happen instantaneously? No. Remember, they were like that all night. I don't know how it went with Moses. I don't know if Moses had to, I don't know if his staff was held out the whole time that the waters went back. I don't know, and neither do you. Whether he had to stand there and hold it, or whether he'd done it, it still took all night. And you're wanting stuff, well, I did what you told me to do, Pastor. I went home, and I've done exactly what you told me to do. And 
He said, stand still. And be quiet. Thank you. He's helping me be nice. He said, be quiet. So stand still and be quiet. Yes, the enemy will always chase you. He is hot on your trail, Charlie. But I got good news for you. God put an angel behind you. <laughs> He's fighting the battle. And the darkness, he can't find you. Just be quiet. Do what I told you to do, just be quiet. How many of you have ever gotten into another day talking about the day before? Is the AC on? Is the, I'm sweating like a goose. It's 65 degrees and I'm sweating like a goose. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gotten in the position of worrying about yesterday and it consumed your whole day today? I mean, you've been mad and you've been upset, you've been hurt, whatever it is, you fill in the blank. But you're in a new day and you can't experience the newness of that day because you're wallowing around in the old rottenness, if that's a word, of yesterday. Yeah. If Taylor was here, she'd tell me if that was a word or not. She'd look at me and go, then I would know it would be the wrong word. <laughs> and I'd go, okay. I'd try to find another one in my dictionary. I don't have a dictionary like uh, most people. But this is what's going on with, with the Israelites and God already knew in order for the Israelites to step across that he was going to have to do something here, but they were going to have to forget what was behind them. So be quiet. Stop talking about what you've gone through. Man, I can see this in marriages. Because if you sit in council... They want to talk about what happened. Well, I did it because he done it yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Aren't you glad that person's not God? I'm glad that God says with every day comes new mercies. Are you? Come on and step up in the circle. Yeah, it's hard. He didn't say it was easy. He had to wait all night. He had to wait all night. Well, Pastor, if I only had to wait one night, I could do that. No, you couldn't because his problem was as big as what your problem is. I mean, do you think that an ocean is just going to divide because you say, took a minute. <laughs> God was busy. He had a plate of chicken he was trying to finish. Took him all night. But God knew that if he didn't protect their backside, they would be so worried about what was behind them that they couldn't focus on what was before them. 
I'm sure the Israelites were probably, see this is where it gets heavy on a pastor. Because the Israelites were probably still moaning and groaning because that's what they'd done the whole time. And Moses just got tired of it one time. Just, look, if you love me, just kill me. If you want me there, that, just take me out of here. Because these people, I don't pray that. Often. So God had to take care of Moses' mindset because he was the leader. This is why it's important for you to pray for me. I've told y'all, I'm no different than you. I've got troubled past that chases me every day of my waking life. I have to choose to decide to stay where I am. It's not better where I came from. And if I go back to it, then I've got to go that much further. Why don't we just fight it out? Why don't we just hang? It's like being married to a woman for 25 years and then decide, oh, midlife crisis, I'm going to trade you in and get me 225. Y'all don't understand that. Y'all don't understand, right? Why am I going to do that? Do you know the pain? They don't know the torment. Charlie, it was rough. Why would I want to go and make it double? And start. (laughs) This is the marriage issue. Because they think, Charlie, if they can get rid of this one, there's one better. Can I tell you something, brother? You better stop looking at other women. They all the same. They all went to the same school. You better listen to me. It's not better on the other side of the fence. But somehow we've adopted this plan and said... But she's much nicer. For now, watch when she get crazy. You better stay behind that computer, boy. Don't start your marriage off like that. Shh. Be quiet. <laughs> this is what God's trying to do with us. He wants to move you into a new year. Man, wouldn't it be so grand to have a different year this year than we had last year? I don't want you to wish it on somebody. Happy New Year. You don't have to wish it. You can make it. Stop sitting back and just hoping that something's going to be better. This is why I entitled this message, Higher Hopes. 
That means now you need to do something. Stop just wishing life away. Can I tell you that if you wish something in your life and it happens, you ain't happy, you go wish something else. Yeah, boy, everybody right there should have said A to the men and the women. <laughs> Let me get back on my notes before I get in trouble with that. Politics. God not only delivers them from their bondage, but he separates them from their past. He separates from what was and guards them from what was so that they had the ability to focus on what will be. I'm tired of watching Christians fall off Just because they got attacked, just because the, the enemy is chasing, just because something happened and they fall off. Well, God must not love me. Stop the nonsense. Would you stop listening to that garbage? Well, the Lord must not, not love me because I'm not being blessed. Yeah, you were blessed because he wrote your name. See, y'all think, ble- boy, if I had time with that one. Blessing is not a gift, Charlie, that's given tangible. Blessing is a good word spoken over. That's what blessing is. And God done that the day that, oh. Stop looking for the tangibles in your life. Because those tangibles will fade and wither. Well, that's not the scripture, Pastor. Throw the flower. Though the flower fades and the grass withers. I, I know the scripture. When you alone. God wants you in a new. Are you in Christ? If you're in Christ, you're now a Behold all. <laughs> he said all things become new. Means your hairdo becomes new. <laughs> right? I'm going to start watching for people who have new hairdos. Then I know they're in Christ. I'm joking. <laughs> Do you get what God's talking to you about this morning? <laughs> Please leave 2022 alone. Let it go. It may not have went your way last year, but it will go your way this year. Candy, this is your this is your year. You have to make it. Refuse to let the enemy keep creeping into your home. And in your head. And in your pockets. You have to do something. 
position yourself in this year so that this year is better than last year. The latter reigns. Watch how I close this one. I'm done. by Facebook. It's like going on a little whirlwind. I just dump you, right? I pick you up and I spin you around and I drop you and run off from you and you're going. I love it when that happens. Look, I'm not going to give you A, B, C, D all the time. I'm not going to just take you down a little happy trail. All the time. I want to give you some valid points sometimes just to get your mind kicking, just to get your eyes to see different things, get your heart to open up to new things in life. Stop being the same person. BJ, this year, you won't be BJ. Be something else. <laughs> be BBJ. <laughs> be Miss B this year. Don't let this year get away from you. Today's the first. Don't let this year get away from you. Some people, they woke up this morning, this year's already gone. Because they wasted it away last night. What's your goal for this year? Cheers! What? What's your expectation for this year? I'm running out. See, I can say that because I done been there and done that, brother. I done woke up and just thought I missed three years. It's not a good place to be. It's not a fun place to be. I'm just telling you, your life will get away from you. You better be determined in your life. Stop just letting life go by. Charlie, I bet you wish we could do some things all over again, don't you? I do. I know I do. I'm right with you, brother. I wish I could do some things all over again. Not because life's not good right now. See, I had to be taught along the way, too, because not everything's going to be perfect. Not everything comes on a silver platter. Sometimes it's tainted, and you've got to polish it. Oh, I know. You don't want to do none of that. But I just wanted to eat. I love you. Transparency, boy, they just spit the truth out. It's a lot of work. Don't be a lazy Christian in 2023. Okay? See, I can say these kind of things because I'm off the Facebook thing. I won't offend them. I'll just offend a few. There, I'll offend many. Are you ready for your new year? It's a new year. Yours started a few weeks ago, but it's a new year. Now you have to position. Uh oh. Position yourself. Stop standing in the same. Stop having the no friends that you say you don't have and start having friends. Don't look at her. I'm talking to you. Aren't you glad that you came this morning? Laughter is good medicine for the bones. 
That's why I have to get you to laugh every once in a while. 